Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite show. This is the Large Guys Podcast. We're back again. It's It's been a, a little bit of time since uh, since the last time we um, posted a show. Uh, I think the first NBA news of Dennis Schroeder's trade came out, and so uh, that just goes to show how long it's been. But it's good to be back. We, we have a lot a lot of stuff to talk about, a little Marvel stuff, a little fantasy football. As you can see by Kyle's um, facial expressions right now, fantasy has already taken a toll on him, and it's just Thursday. And uh, we, we got some other, you know, MMA, boxing, uh, you know, a little uh, a little Malik Beasley, Scottie Pippen stuff. There's going to be a lot of stuff on this show. Um, but before we get to any of that, of course, we're going to introduce my other three co-hosts. We're going to start with uh, the bald guy. Um, for me, he's on the bottom right. I don't know where everybody else is. But uh, for me, I'm looking at him in the bottom right. It's the bald guy, Paolo Salazar. Pao, how are you doing? What's up, y'all? Welcome to our, our podcast today. All right. Man, 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 of, uh, man of few words. To, <laughs> to... <laughs> no beanie today. No beanie today. Uh, no beanie. Yeah, y'all, y'all turn up the heat in the house or something? Showing the, showing the cut. No, I got a hair. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you did cut it. Hey, bro, you're looking like Pinoy Dak. <laughs> we got we got Pinoy Dak Prescott in the house every time. It's um, my guy, bro. There, yeah. MVP. You got that ready all the time, man. Every pot, you got that ready. You got that on strap, bro. <laughs> he, he he actually kisses that um, before he goes to sleep every night, hoping that he'll wake up and Dak's healthy again. Mm. <laughs> but um, of course, we also have our our main guy from Chicago. Uh, I'm not sure what Kyle is gonna to do with what he's wearing. Uh, I don't know if there's much to comment on, but uh, we got Daryl here. Daryl, how you doing? What's up, everybody? I tried to keep keep it simple, but um, I know I know Kyle. Kyle come ready, you know he stay ready with the rose. Hey, hey, well. you, you <laughs> thought you were safe, but today uh, Daryl is dressed up as MVP Mitchell Trubisky's uh, <laughs> personal trainer, so he is uh, dressed up. Trubisky's uh, strength and conditioning coach, because you know he's he's gonna need that for the rest of the season. So uh, <laughs> glad that he's here with us today. <laughs> there you go, there you go. He he came up with something as, as anticipated. Um, and of course, last but not least, we've got Dirk's uh, most loyal fan. Um, probably a a, a bit uh, a bit more sad today since Cam Akers is just running through the Pats. And he's playing against Cam Akers, but we have a uh, Kyle. Oh, I'll, dude, I I thought you were when you mentioned Dirk, mo, Dirk's most loyal fan. I thought you were gonna transition to why I was sad, and it, well, I mean, yeah, it's Cam Akers out here, you know, destroying my team, but it's really because of my my hmm. guy JJ Barea, right? Um, you know, no longer, um, you know, in the Mavericks organization after today, but he's uh, he'll probably join us. Um, you know, you joined the city of Dallas and uh, our organization uh, later on as a coach and he'll definitely be back. So JJ, um, you know, to you, my hero, my personal hero, the greatest Puerto Rican basketball player in the history of humanity. Uh, you will be back in Dallas with us soon and uh, we wish you the best and we love you. Do, and, do you have um, any um, farewell words for him? Well wishes maybe for the last part of his career, assuming he gets picked um, up? I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, JJ is still a hooper. 
he can still produce at a high level, even in today's uh, NBA climate. Uh, it's just going to be weird if I see him put on another uh, jersey besides the Mavericks. So, um, you know, as a as a guy who, who likes competing, I would, you know, want J.J. Burr to, you know, continue to compete at a high level. But it would just be heartbreaking to me to just see him in another jersey. But I would still root for him nonetheless. And, hey, maybe, you know, the Bulls, the Bulls need some uh, veteran guidance. So maybe J.J. could go to the Bulls. And, you know, he brings steady, um, you know, professional culture in, in any organization he uh, walks into. So maybe he could also go with the Rockets and join with former Mavs coach uh, Stephen Silas. And so, um, you know, but I'm Jason reading- Terry. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm rooting for JJ, but you know it's just a sad day for all the Mavs faithful. Um, but in other news, uh, real quick, you know, last time we did this pod, uh, we talked about you know our personal injury history. Remember the the last time I was here, I was a uh, severely in- injured with my shoulder and collarbone. Uh, I thought that my um, my career was in jeopardy. I thought I would no longer be able to th- shoot a basketball or throw a football or, you know, bowl or throw a baseball or any of those things. But, um, and, you know, when that podcast happened, uh, you know, we were going to update y'all because I went to the doctors to get an x-ray the following day. And I was 100% sure at the time that something was broken. I think I said that on the pod because I was like, there's no way, you know, but <laughs> lo and behold, I'm I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. I could raise up my hands. Uh, nothing was broken. Uh, I went to, um, you know, the following. So I heard it that Sunday, the following uh, Monday, I went to uh, my dear friend, uh, doc, Dr. Joshua Brian Rillo, and uh, I went to his clinic and he had all the machines there, you know, like this, you know, I thought it was just going to be you know, like a friendly visit, I'd pop in in this clinic, we fool around and whatnot, but it was a professional thing. Like I waited for the guy, you know, I saw him like fixing stuff and I'm like, dude, like in my head, I'm like, come get me. But then obviously it was like professional, like the, the desk clerk lady had to walk me into the room where he was set it up and, and was like, Dr. Rillo, your patient's ready. And I was like, ah, I guess this is one of those professional um you know Visits. checkups not yeah i thought we were just fooling but uh yeah he, he he did a whole checkup on me um you know uh x-rays and everything uh you know i i found out some bad news but the bad news wasn't that you know my shoulder wasn't you know broken or anything the bad news was a, uh, you know after i got my blood pressure checked the first time uh josh looked at it and was like hold on, this has got to be wrong. Like this is, this is too high. So he did like a second take and, and then he just followed up with uh one was the last time you got a checkup. <laughs> and so um, my blood pressure, you know, no, nothing broken, but blood pressure really high. So, I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but 100. So, you know, when I got the x-rays, I was like, you know, we're going to see something dislocated or shattered. And then Josh is like, I don't really see anything. And then I was like, you know, maybe we should take take another, you know, another one in a different angle just to be sure. Because, <laughs> you know, after that, the initial results, I was like, it's either 
something's wrong with their x-rays or you know it just can't be seen but long story short yeah nothing was fractured or, or even broken and it wasn't even like i i'm good like i think it's only been you know a month maybe and i'm good now and you know last time i was on the pod we mentioned about the worst injuries and I'd even mention it like that wasn't the worst injury I've had because like I've had I've had bruised ribs like bruised ribs when I when I passed out that one time in the bathroom. Um, That's right. And uh, right. and the bruised ribs lasted way longer than the uh, the injury. And and I actually got it unofficially diagnosed by uh, my other uh, friend who's a doctor, uh, Dr. Adrian Dewey Atos, who uh, did a. FaceTime evaluation, and he told me that it was most likely a uh, a sprained AC joint, and I was like, I don't even know what the hell an AC joint was. So I looked up what the hell an AC joint was, and then lo and behold, it's the part that connects your collarbone and your shoulder. And he got it right on the dot. I was like, that that's where it's hurting. And I guess you know, call me Cushion McCaffrey because I got a sh- AC joint injury. So. Um, but ever since then, I've been recovering, uh, you know, well, you know, I started running again. Uh, I've been, you know, slightly hooping, but just, you know, when I hoop, y'all don't think I'm James Harden because all I'm doing is left-handed floaters because that's all I've been working on because, you know, I don't want to strain my right arm. I can only do form shooting with my right right hand arm because, you know, I still can't. I can't do my Dame range like I used to, and everybody knows my range is Hall of Fame unlimited. So, but right now I'm not 100% recovered. So, uh, <laughs> like I, I've just been doing left-handed floaters and layups and some form shooting. But soon I will be back destroying uh, people, snatching ankles, breaking hearts, living on people's minds, and we'll be back. But in the meantime, it's just you know the road to recovery. But I'm just glad that. You know, God was with me throughout this whole journey because, you know, at one point I really thought this was it. My career was done. I was just going to do squats the rest of my life. Um, I was just going to be a, a punter. Um, I was just going to play soccer. But no, uh, this guy is, you know, you can't, you know, uh, uh, short setback for a big comeback. And that's what we're, we're on the road to. So just just the update on my thing yeah so uh before we move on um i think you're missing one thing kyle one very important thing i think you owe an apology to not just your mother but all filipino mothers because the last time you roasted them and then you said watch he's like uh, unless it turns out i'm a fraud and nothing's wrong so i think i think you owe an apology to all filipino mothers before we can move on in this pod yeah, you know, I was going to leave that part out because the following... <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it too. Uh, the following morning, uh, my, you know, my mother actually texted, you know, the group, our family group message and was like, you know, how was the, uh, how was the checkup? And knowing you stay quiet. the results that I got, I didn't even say nothing on the, on the group message because I was like, <laughs> you know what, I'm still in pain. Like this ain't even, I'm not even, but actually on, on a side note, cause I didn't even mention it during the week that I hurt my, my AC joint, I actually gained like a new injury that I didn't even mentioned. So I hurt my AC joint Sunday. Uh, then on Wednesday, like I, I strained or like slightly strained my, my, 
my chest, my breastbone, my breastbone and like my, my right um, bottom, my bottom right, uh, like back liver area. Cause here's the story, right? My man's so, breaking down. <laughs> all right. So it was just a rough, uh, that was just a rough week for my body. Um, so long story short, I'm recovering from my AC injury. Right. But you know, I'm a good son. And I got like, uh, you know, I got, I ordered the family some wing stop, not my money though, just picking up. But, uh, you know, I got some wing stop, got 50 pieces, 50 wing pieces, garlic parm, mild. And, uh, you know, the, the fries, the fries, celery, carrots, and some ranch. Wait, so 25 I'm garlic like, parm and 25 mild? Oh. <laughs> nah, uh, like 40 garlic parm and 10 mild. <laughs> so uh, 50 wings and I'm carrying, right? I'm carrying the wing stop to go. And I'm walking to our, because we stayed in, in Great Wolf Lodge for my father's birthday. Um, and so we went there. But so I was walking to our hotel room, carrying the 50 piece order wing stop, got the whole bag and everything. But I'm carrying it only on my left, my left arm because my right shoulders hurt. But what happened was like it, it like bobbled, like the wing stop ordered bobbled. And it was literally about to like spill, like it was about to turn over. <laughs> so like knowing me, like... I just had to react quickly and like I like made this like the quickest like awkward like jerk move like I like turned to the side really fast and like kind of jerked like my body to save like I basically like was like 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 body bending to save the wing stop because it happened so fast so like I like twerked and then like with that reaction it happened so fast that like I like turned and my breastbone like got strained or, or something. Cause it was just hurting. Like, like I couldn't laugh. I couldn't laugh for three days. Like if I coughed or laugh, like, like it was hurting. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I, I imagined it. What it's like, what, uh, you know, Drew Brees felt with his uh, 13 cracked ribs, but you know, not, not to the extent, cause obviously the bruised ribs hurt, but, but, uh, <laughs> but a, a, a strained breastbone, like I was just, you know, any laughter, any coughing, me getting it from the bed. It was just, it was so painful. So it was a rough week, but thankfully, you know, no, uh, not, no lingering uh, pain or aches now. And so uh, we're just going to go to the road of recovery. But I learned another lesson. Like, it's not worth it to save the wing stop. Like, like, just let it go. Like, just let it drop. And, you know, hopefully nothing spills, but not worth it. You know, hurt my breastbone. But anyways, yeah, I'm a fraud. I got low pain tolerance, and this is why I never played football in, in middle school or high school because I realized, although I do have the best hands of all time, I, I just realized that, you know, if there was ever a defender getting near me, I'm, I'm sliding or going out of bounds because I'm not trying to get popped. And, you know, I'm just, <laughs> just not a – yeah, just, just not my game. Anyways. Y'all uh, stay tuned. Next, next podcast episode, there's going to be a new injury. I know Kyle, yeah, Kyle, I hope Kyle's going to be in a full body cast next. <laughs> Dang, just getting knock on wood. That's not, you know, hopefully. You know, not. and it's just crazy. You know, as someone who, who's never really injured, this this past month was uh, was rough for my body. And, you know, not that I played any competitive sports or anything. One was, one was a wing stop incident. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, of course, you know, what what led to Kyle's injury? Uh, the original AC joint injury was a football injury, and so um, you know from that we'll just we're just gonna kick it off with um, something that uh, all of us are very passionate about. 
something that has affected our lives greatly um, since I'd say August until now, maybe even before if you were um, like Kyle checking the waiver wires for some reason before draft day. Um, we have, uh, you know, fantasy football playoffs have started this week um, for basically everyone, un- unless you're in a league where you don't start till I, yeah, I think everyone has started basically every, every league. Cause it's week 14, week 13, 14, 13, 14, 14. There we go. Um, and so, you know, obviously since we're going to talk fantasy, you got to bring out the belt um, because, because Lord knows if I'm going to have this in about a month, you bought um, that belt. You bought that belt. Don't I did. That's about, um, about to be mine in a, in a couple so, of weeks. Maybe. Well, we'll see. So um, obviously we're just going to all go around to, you know, like, what, how everyone's feeling going into playoffs. I think since Kyle had a, a lengthy um, <laughs> segment just now, we'll let him go last. Um, but so we'll start with uh, one of our, our, the former champ, or I guess the current defending, reigning defending. Let me go first. Daryl nearly started. Daryl's legendary, bro. He's a legendary okay. fantasy. Okay, player. so we'll, we'll start about. So it's like, so like, how, how are you guys feeling going into playoffs? Um, depending on what league you're in, what are your expectations? And uh, you know, this week, you know, how's your matchup looking? Well, I'm in actually four leagues. One league is free. I know it's crazy. It's just for pride. I think you know that's the league with uh, our friends from school, mm-hmm. but it's a four-man playoff. Damn. So I don't think playoffs start until next week. Okay, see that's yeah, right. probably I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm chilling there. I thought I had the best team because I have Tyreek. I have um, it's like a ten-man league, so it, you know everyone has a squad. Um, but my QB is Sherbert, so I'm kind of a little worried. And I know it's free, but it's for pride. And um, but the real league that matters to me, I didn't make it in our Delta, my other league in Delta Psi, just drafted wrong. And it's just, I'm ready to run it back, bro. I'm ready to run it back. And for FFL, I don't know. I just, I probably just drafted wrong too. No, honestly, CEH was a but like it was a bust. Drake, Drizzy was a bust. Dak got hurt. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton got hurt. Oh, and, yeah. And so, like, Damn. I honestly forgot that it was a three wide receiver, like it was a three wide receiver league and that we were doing like full PPR. So I was going heavy running back. Gosh. So so it was a lot of mistakes in that, but I saved my best league for last. I I made it to a playoffs and I keep saying just league. It's not just, I mean, it is just league. What's our league called? Faith football and family. Something like that. No, football is family and life, something like that. But I'm not really stressing this week. So y'all telling me is the same name as our other league, bro? <laughs> well, ours is JQ, what kind of bro? What kind of what, <laughs> moving on? I can't believe this. All right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but and um I have a bye week, so I'm chilling this week. No, no stress and fantasy, except I'm eyeing for my my next uh my next matchup. It's either who who am I gonna play next? Is it you? Is it your matchup? It might against? be me actually. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, hoping uh, J, I'm hoping JQ beats Anton so you? I can. No, I'm I'm playing Jeff. <laughs> I hope you beat Jeff, so I play you, or I hope. Uh... Who's the last seed that made it? Because oh, I'm the second uh, to last. Francis and Jules. Oh, they're tough, dude. 
I don't know though. I think the scariest team is Jeff, your brother, and Anton uh, and Wendell. Same guy, but yeah. But okay. I mean, yeah, sure. Just openly disrespect me to my face, <laughs> bro. I hope you win, though. I hope you. The reigning champion, too, man. Dang. I hope you win so I can beat you. <laughs> hey, um, if you're uh, so you, your team has a bye week this week. Yeah. Are you scared? Um, they're gonna be rusty next week. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> I was. I the, the thing I am scared about is my team popping off this week. Yeah, wasting it. I, that's, you know, yeah. That's, a, that's the thing with bye weeks. I hate that because I'm like, man, I hope my team doesn't like pop off. All these points are going to waste, you know what I mean? So it's like, dude, but it's yeah. one week of you know, less stress, yeah, that's one week of like not stressing out, you know. So, but I really hope you know, I, I make it all the way as, as all of us would just because we put so much time and a lot of text messages thread to just like and i made a trade for my draft pick next year and like for it to go away is just it'd be a waste of a season it's true and like i really can't like i don't know if i'd ever make it back to the top of again like this in this league at least it's It's hard or any honestly like are we changing ffl league to to six man playoff next year yeah we'll, we'll change it back for sure damn it's a tough league that one's hard too yeah, no, it is hard. All right, hey, so uh, I hope A Rob. Honestly, my my last final notes. I hope A Rob comes clutch for me towards the end of the season with Mitchell throwing to him. I mean, Mitch. And well, my, well, my last question is: Who should I? Who should I flex? Deontay, Curtis Samuel. He's not playing. Oh, he's COVID, but like yeah. he'll be back though, right? Oh yeah, if no, it was, I, I don't know. I don't know if he. Um... Brandon Ayuk was out for like four weeks with COVID. Yeah, so. That's true. Whoa. Wait, wait, who was it? Who was it? Say it again. Deontay, Deontay Johnson, Curtis Samuel if he's healthy, and Crowder. How about a Man, New I'm... England or Buffalo defense? Who, who was it? What'd you say? New England or Buffalo? That's, this is next week, right? Who, who's New England playing? Mm. I don't know, but they well, the reason I started like I would have started them is because they put up 40 last week against Sherbert. But they're getting they're getting shredded right now in the running game. Yep. Let's see. They're Bro, playing Miami. But Buffalo plays Denver. Anyways, what was the question? New England or Buffalo defense? For week 15 or 14? 15. Uh, I would go with – who's it? Uh, I would go New England because he's uh, – that's a history game against Brian that's Flores. True. And so um, – and, and if it's Tua playing, it's a wrap. You don't no, believe in Tua? No, it's just if, if it's uh, New England defense going uh, – Against oh, the rookie. rookie quarterback, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah they, right. they That's they true. Out, That's so. a good point. Just like Sherbert. Yeah, goodness gracious. Bro, I'm so salty that Cam Akers, like, gets a season high, and it drops, like, against me during the playoffs, too. <laughs> you called like, it, bro. You called it. This is just unbelievable. But 
Whatever. This, this was your plan, though, Kyle. Your plan. You were, this was your plan. You were going this after Kevin, plan. man. This is what you wanted. You were trying to make. You were trying to take. Dude. Come on. Tell the world. Tell the world. Yo, about I know it. that, but but I'm a, but but I'm just saying, like knowing my history, bro. Like everybody's team, literally, they decide to put up their best performance as a whole squad against me <laughs> every single time, like. Like, I mean, my points for is high, but my points uh, against is yeah. also really high. So <laughs> this is just uh, just so ridiculous. But I, I, I'm saving my my thing last because I have lots of things to get off my chest. Daryl, what's your um, you only have one playoff? No, I have. um. So I was actually in like six leagues this year. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> you probably had the whole NFL roster on all your teams. That's what I tried, man. I tried. Um, Wait, how do you draft? Do you draft much... people or do you like to draft different? No, I try I try to diversify, man. Like it's hard to like – the way like Kyle like, like puts all his money on Dalvin, like I know Dalvin's like your boy, but that's hard, man. That's a lot of faith. Because if Dalvin goes down, like, or if one player goes down, like, you're That's done so for the rest of the season, you know? But, uh, but I mean, like, everybody got their own strategy. But um, so out of the six, I made the playoffs for, like, for three of them for sure I'm in. Um, three, for those three, I'm actually, like, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty dope. I'm, like, first seed for, all, um, for those three. For the last one... I need to win this week to get in pretty much, but I'm playing like the top seeds. So I'm like, I'm not sure. I, I'm not liking my chances. Um, but that, but that one that I need, like two, uh, like most of them are one of them is for work. <clears throat> two of them is like with you guys, you know, and then one of them, I just, uh, I wanted to put some more money down like for fantasy this year. So I'm just playing with a bunch of randos for like a $50 buy-in. <laughs> so it's a pretty high, like, it's a pretty high pot. I think it's like what? winner take all. It's like almost like, I think it's a $500 pot, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> is, that so, spike, is that the one you're playing for right now? Yeah, that's the one I need to make the playoffs for. Oh, like I'm bro, 15 bro. right now. Yeah, so I'm like, shoot, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know about my chances, but, but um, I like my I like my squad for uh for our league for FFL league. Um, I like see that that was the thing is like, Kate's had first uh, the first seed like all season, mm -hmm. and then like you know the very last game I had to grab it, you know. So yeah, he waxed you're, me. You're welcome, bro. Uh, shout out to Kate. <laughs> you're welcome. But, um, Daryl waxed me in that last matchup. <laughs> I, I had to be her too. Yeah, yeah. Thank God, uh, like thanks, JQ, for that. Like, shoot, like now I, I can avoid Bradley. <laughs> I think that's like, like the scariest, like uh, lowest seed in our league, probably um, Bradley's team, just because of. Raj and um, the rest of his squad, really. Because the players that you gave him? Oh, that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, he got Tyreek Hill, too. So, I mean, he can pop off for, like, 50 points easily. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, um, I mean, honestly, like, I don't really get, like, I don't really, like, stress out until, like, Sunday. Like, Sunday morning when I'm, like, 
trying to like, you know, make last minute like changes kind of thing. I mean, that's honestly like when I text you guys and be like, yo, like who, who we started, like who, who um, how we feeling kind of thing, you know? So, <clears throat> so thankfully I didn't have any, uh, any, I didn't really have any players playing tonight or I'm not really going against anybody playing tonight. So not really too, too, too worried about it. I know like Kyle's probably stressed as hell with cam makers popping off. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let him, uh, I'll let him go or unless JQ wants to go next. So I'm yeah, gonna... I'll just say some, some quick stuff. Um, so I'm out of the playoffs in my ESPN league. That one was the hundred dollar buy-in. Um, I think it's like a thousand dollar winner take all pot. Um, <laughs> but what, what's crazy? Holy crap! Yeah, what, what's crazy about that is that it, it was just top four, and I was, I believe, the fifth seed. Yeah. So I, I, um, I went up against <clears> the top, <throat> the top team last week, and then um, I lost. And if I had won that, I would have had a chance. Um, but now this, or that was two weeks ago, this past week, it was the first round of playoffs because ESPN, you know, they do the, the two week per round. So I'm, I'm in a consolation, whatever, but I was looking at my stats and I was literally better than all but one team that's in the playoffs this past week, which really pissed me off. Um, but uh, in the FFL league, I don't really have, um, much expectations for myself. I'm, I don't even know what seed I am. I think I'm like fifth or sixth, one of those. You're sixth. Okay, yeah, I'm sixth. Um, I, I, I did get a confidence boost by beating my sister last week, who was the former number one seed. So that's cool. Um, shout out to uh, Cole Beasley real quick. He, he's definitely been my, uh, my dark horse guy. Coming in with a strong 20 points like the last three weeks. Um, shout out to him. But uh, in that league, I think I'm starting staff. Which, or actually, no, I'm starting Brady. Um, so you know, whatever. I got DK. I got I got Kamara, A, A Jones. Um, I think B Cooks. Oh yeah, Brandon Cooks as well. So I mean, I, I got I got guys that have the potential. Kamara's been very disappointing um, lately. Uh, I don't know what it is about the Saints. I mean, obviously Brady's not being there. It's a big deal. But Kamara's production has kind of been. Uh, <laughs> You know, not what I was hoping for. Um, yeah, Taysom's getting all the the runs, bro. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, it's it's hard because he's a mobile quarterback, and they they have just a different scheme. But um, in uh, in Jeff's league, um, this is where I'm trying to you know defend the title. I didn't realize that the because there are so many um, like because they, they do the weekly payout. Our pot for that league is only a hundred. Yeah, um, compared to the one in our league, which is 200. And I'm like, see, this is why I don't do the payout because I think it's, you know, the most we can, if we can get more for first place, it makes it more valuable. Um, but uh, that one, hey, I, all I got to say is I think I'm peaking at the right time because um, last, like the last few weeks, my team has been all right. The only reason why um, I'm only getting like 115, 120 points it's because literally, like, my quarterback's awful. Like, I'll start Carson once one week. He'll get negative <laughs> one points. And then I'll start Derek Carr the next week. He'll get 0. .5 points. Um, so that's really that's really my biggest weakness in that league is I don't have a quarterback, really. But the the last two weeks leading the playoffs, I needed, I needed a big performance. 
And I got that from, uh, I've been getting that from Kenyon Drake coming in with a strong touchdown uh, every game. Um, and even though Derek Carr sabotaged me, I believe uh, I had the Texans defense that helped me beat out um, Daryl. And then that was two weeks ago. And then last week I had Derek Carr, who I was playing against Baker Mayfield last week. Um, and Derek Carr got like two more points than he did. He got like 47 or something like that. And then Drizzy came in with a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor scored a touchdown. Um, AJ Brown, who is the, uh, who is the, the next big star at wide receiver in the NFL. I know everybody else here, um, in the, in this, on this show is an AJ Brown hater, but I'm, I'm forever an AJ Brown stand. He is the, he is the, the Trey Young of the NFL for me. Um, I, I've, I've been with him since uh, I witnessed him dismantle the Texans live um, last year when I went to my only game of the season. Uh, he had like three touchdowns, something like that. I've been a believer since. I'm going to continue to believe in him. He's going to carry me to uh, keep this belt. Um, I, I'm already, it's, things are already looking all right against Jeff because he had Cooper Cup who um, scored a touchdown, but he's only got like 11 points. And then uh, my brother and Wendell apparently convinced him to flex Daryl Henderson, who um, came in, I think, with a strong like one point this week. So um, I think I think I, I got a good shot. I've got a really good shot. Wait, what? Who? who, who? <laughs> so my, 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 my brother. OK, so I'm, I'm going to look at Jeff's team right now. My brother Jeff's going to watch this podcast, bro. I know my, my, my brother texted me at halftime and he was like, Wendell and I convinced Jeff to start Daryl Henderson um, because when I checked Jeff's lineup um, a couple days ago, he, uh, he's got two good tight ends. He's got Kelsey and Dallas Goddard and he had Goddard flexed. And I was like, all right. I oh might man. I might be he should have flexed Goddard. But no, no dude, it, it gets better. So he flexed Henderson and on his bench, he has Galladay who may or may not play Sammy Watkins, Goddard and uh, Tyler hmm. Johnson, Ty Johnson. So basically, yeah. he picked he picked the worst option. Damn, man! I get I no. I mean, I think he uh he had some uh he got enticed by that late touchdown Hendo scored last game yeah. against Arizona. But if you look at the thing, the the man literally only had three carries. Exactly. That's why. Cam that's, why that's why I was like, because I had Hendo too, and. I needed him to come through for me so I could make the playoffs and dude has just been scrubby. So mm-hmm. I benched him this last week of regular season and this dude freaking scores a touchdown when I needed him the most. And he was on my bench, but, but yeah, classic Hendo performance going back to just two carries, five yards, but a touchdown. Yeah. well, no, this week against uh, oh, this week, yeah, Patriots. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, no, that's what his line against the Cardinals would have shown if it wasn't for that lucky long touchdown. So, yeah, yeah I, I stopped believing in that guy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I'm, we'll see. I got AJ Brown, Keenan Allen at receiver, Jonathan Taylor, Kenyon Drake, and Josh Jacobs as my two running backs in my flex. Right now, I'm flexing Josh Jacobs, but I also have Ayuk, who I could start, but they're playing Washington, which is a tough matchup. Um, That's a pretty nah, good. Debo has a hot hand with San Francisco right now. Yeah, and that that too. And I mean, I also have CD Lamb, but it's hard with the boys. Yeah, but I am. I so the last few times I have believed you guys in picking players, it hasn't panned out for me. 
Um, I, I believe y'all sabotaged me like the last three weeks on oh. on some pick, but you guys said to pick up Andy Dalton, so I picked up Andy Dalton. I'm gonna keep wrestling between him and De- and Derek Carr. <laughs> you know the reason I honestly would. Pl- that's tough, but they're Derek playing Cincy, so I mean, yeah, but you know, Derek Carr, he's on a winning team, so I go with that. But they're playing in the thing is, they're playing Indy, they have a good secondary. That's true, the, the Raiders, and pass rush. the Raiders are not good, yeah. Like, like, I mean, Deshaun had a good week last week against them, but he was still struggling with that front seven, like, they were getting after him. That's true. Um, so that's why I don't have much faith. Um, and and uh, yeah, the Texans only scored twenty points against the. Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Dalton will give you a solid twenty something. If if he can hit his projection at twenty four, that's a win for me. Um, but we'll see because uh, obviously I I I have a MVP young young way coup as my kicker, so he he's probably gonna come in with like a strong thirty anyway. That, that is, uh, that's probably honestly like he's in the running for fantasy MVP. No, he's here. Yeah, he definitely right? is. Like he's, he's gotta crazy. be. In the like if, if you look at his game log, dude averages like twenty points. Like yeah, his last five games: 15, 28, 16, 14, and sixteen. That's coming from a kicker. That's yeah. that's better than all of Derek Carr's stats all season. <laughs> that's, nah, bad, that's better than Carson Wentz. That's, be- oh, that's better sure. than both of them combined. Easy. That's that's un- unbelievable. Bro, didn't Derek Carr get you that dub last week? He did, but right, I'm just saying he was playing the Jets, bro. Like, it's a big difference between Indy and the Jets. That's all I'm saying. But we'll see. Um, I, I have to I have to rely on Derrick Henry not doing anything because he's on Jeff's team. And Herbert. That Chubb, so Herbert might that, yeah, we'll see. Against Tennessee. We'll see. Yeah. He he has very favorable matchups for us, but he's got Sherbert too. So, um, sorry, Kyle, but I, I need Sherbert to like not I need Tyrod Taylor to come back and play instead of Sherbert, basically. Um, uh, yeah, I'm at a crossroads, bro. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you're about to talk about that. But right now, my projection, I'm at 121.72, and Jeff is now at 122.97 now that the Rams game is over. So it's it's going to be tough. And, and Jeff, for those who are listening, Jeff has had the most points overall all season long. Um, so it's it's tough sledding for me. But we'll see how it goes. I have faith. I think I'm peaking at the right time as I did last year when I won the title because I won with one of the worst teams possible. Devontae Parker was the guy that I had to keep as my keeper um, from last season. And that tells you everything about my team last year um, and somehow I won. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's me uh, again. Shout out to young Waku MVP. Uh, if you're listening, um, you're the goat. Appreciate you, man. I'll, I'll send you some in the mail or something. Um, oh, but yeah, no. Kyle on to you. Well, uh, for me, wait. Actually, hold on. Know. Before before we get to Kyle, for those who are listening, um, I, since we'll probably be here for like another twenty minutes, I want you guys to just stand up, stretch, pause this, hey, go hey, get a snack, get a drink, get go a, to the bathroom, get a drink of water. Yeah. Hey, if you're uh, you know, if you're pacing for mile, if you're pacing, you know, for mile runs, you could probably, uh, you know, if you listen to my segment, you'll probably fit in a five k. Um, so yeah. here we go. How do you um, how do you uh, pronounce this? Yeah, so, you're fluent in Jarritos. Jarritos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got the line. I saw. Uh, did y'all, did y'all, why did y'all see that one TikTok of that one uh, gringo trying to pronounce it? He was like Jartos. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's funny. 
Oh, I, I thought I thought that's why you brought it out because of that one video I saw. No, I, I was just and at then, Kroger earlier and I was, I was like, I want to drink something during the pod that's like, like refreshing. So. Yeah, I want some Jartos. But, uh, you know, right. so for me this year, uh, you know, I took it down a notch um, from last year. You know, last year I was in four uh, different fantasy leagues. And this year, you know, I, I just went down to a humble three. And uh, I almost didn't join my last league, which was my ESPN league, because I was uh, trying to cut back on gambling in general. <laughs> but uh, that's for another story. That's for the, another segment after my fantasy segment, because because my gambling uh, stories and, and lives has just been I'm, I'm devastated. You know, it, it just kills me. But anyways, fantasy, three leagues, one ESPN, two Yahoo the ESPN 10 man league that was you know it was my first draft it was awful um i think that i would have made uh the playoffs if uh nick chubb didn't get hurt from like week 4 to week 11 and this ESPN league um i didn't find out until like halfway through the season that we only have a 10 week regular season what kind of not a 10 week regular season and and so I was like, what kind of nonsense? So I'm going on that group message and I'm scrolling down to see if this was proposed. And lo and behold, it was proposed before we even drafted. I was like, how did I not? I remember saying, and it showed me replying, I'm cool with whatever. Like, I was like, how did I agree to this nonsense? A 10-week regular season, uh, you know, Oh, ridiculous and it was also you know the, the two-week playoff matchups and and lo and behold knowing how uh, my life would be like I was like just one full game back of the last playoff spot and you know obviously now I'm, I'm tearing up the consolation bracket just like expected because it doesn't matter anymore so now I'm out here being the king of the losers for no reason and so um that that was devastating so you know the ESPN league the 10-man league that was it hurts but you know i was i was in the fight i was just glad that even with like two weeks left in the regular season which was week eight that, that i was still in the running for playoffs but yeah never again never joining a 10-week regular season league again never but uh and then my other league i'll talk about the the ffl nation league last because that's what we're all in but in my other league i'm in the league with pow Oh, also the ESPN league was a $30 buy-in. And then this next one with Pow, the Delta Style League, it's a $50 buy-in. And I really wanted to at least make the playoffs for this, this league because we have decent uh, cash out prices. I think it's like uh, like 200 plus for first place, uh, something, something for second, and then mu- like third place get, get their money back at least. So, um, you know, I actually wanted to make playoffs for this one. And uh, this and this one, it, it was just so painful because, um, you know, I, I had the, the last playoff spot. Basically, I was basically either fifth seed or sixth seed the entire season. And, uh, you know, knowing God and just knowing my my betting career, of course, God waits till the last week of the regular season for me to lose my my playoff spot in devastating pe- fashion. Um, I'm seventh seed in a in a league where it's a six team playoffs and I'm the same record as the sixth seed 
with you know uh, uh six and seven but i basically went one in five like the last six weeks like it, it was just so painful but i was just proud of myself to even be in that spot because um my number one draft pick for that team was joe mixon and uh, joe mixon uh i know you're listening to this uh thanks for nothing you're garbage uh, i wasted number one draft pick on you and and you gave me maybe you know 75 fantasy points this year and so um thanks joe mixon for nothing um but you know i was i didn't have joe mixon since like week five and i was still in the running and Dalvin was my second running back and he was out for three weeks as well. So the fact that I even made like, I was, I was waiver God. Like I was, I picked up Jamal Williams some weeks. And also in this league, I had no business making the playoffs anyways, because the, the quarterback I drafted was Carson Wentz. And I'm just in, in this league, I am the worst at drafting quarterbacks because last year, guess who I drafted? Baker Mayfield. So that, that just shows that my, my history of drafting quarterbacks in this league is just awful. So the fact that I was even in the running, like out of all the playoff teams, I'm the only one that streamed the quarterback every single week. <laughs> I kid you not. Like every, every, it was like golf, it was Wentz cousins teddy you name it bro they played for my squad um so the fact that i even you know was in the running uh, i guess was a moral victory but i don't give a damn about that since i'm seven seed with no playoffs so um and and also shout outs tyler lockett uh thank you for your boom and bust play to where uh you either win me my matchups single-handedly or you single-handedly lose my matchups so uh Thanks for that, Tyler Lockett, because I could have cemented my playoff spot if Tyler Lockett got me eight points in week 12, just eight points, man, and dude, dude laid down an egg, and I lost my matchup by three, and, you know, just, just, just heartbreaking stuff, man. And not only that, I could have made the playoffs too. Like, you know, even if I tied the seventh seed or the guy who had the sixth seed now, I could have tied him. If my team... This past week put up respectable points. I was like, come on, team. Just give me 100 so I could compete. Guess what? My team decided to shit the bed season low 65 points. 65. Like, re- like, like literally couldn't have picked e- the worst time. And not only that, the week before where I lost the matchup by three points, one of my – Mikey, if you listen to this, I hate you because I had Carson Wentz on my starting lineup. Then he was like, yo, Jalen Jalen Hurts might play. So I was like, ah, shit. So I took Wentz off the bench and put Taysom Hill. But that's the game where Wentz threw that miracle touchdown to Goddard, and he scored 20 points, and Taysom Hill scored 15. Those five extra points from Wentz could have won me the matchup too. So, you know, Carson Wentz, you suck. And it's just, I'm so hurt. It's just so painful that I had to lose in devastating fashion. Seventh seed, same record as the sixth seed. The guy don't even deserve the playoffs. Like, I deserve this. No one deserves this. Like, like literally, like, fantasy is the only thing I have in my life. And God, you're going to take that away from me? But I guess that's God telling me that maybe fantasy shouldn't be the only thing in my life. So thanks, God. Now I'm not going to care about fantasy anymore. Which brings me to, you know, the last league, the league that we're all together, FFL Nation. Looks like we got to change the league name next year to the Large Guys League because we cannot hey, have – like we, that. Um, you know, but, but Kate will be still the only girly. <laughs> but um, – <laughs> 
but uh you know for this league you know the ffl um it started off high you know we started off you know being strong like during the four first four weeks of the season i got like the highest score three times and i'm like hey man this looking like it's my year and then lo and behold you know just like everything that crumbles in my life you know the last Five weeks in FFL Nation after being like number one seed in my division, you know, I lose like I think I'm on like a three game losing streak in FFL, which, you know, in a way I feel a little relieved because there's less pressure when you're not a high seed. But at the same time, it's just bad omen because, you know, my, my team is just, you know, not putting up the numbers that they should be like if I'm losing and my team putting up you know 150 and because our our ffl league is, is very generous in points you know i'm fine but i'm putting up like 120s like 118s and that's not good for my team and so i'm a little worried and this is the only uh, league that i have a playoff spot in and i'm not like ex- i'm not as mad as before about the 18 playoffs which is ridiculous and with no bye weeks but you know i'm not a high seed so i'm cool with it now um, but I'm just worried, you know, I, I have a very, uh, my, the potential of my squad is good, but they're just not reliable. And so, uh, now I'm worried. Like at, at, at one point I was like, I'm set in every position. I'm not even going to worry about who I play, but now I don't even know who I, who I should play between Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. And now Miles Sanders, who was my second pick running back, now I gotta consider benching him for JD McKissick. It's just you know I'm in a tough spot, and um, but bottom line is I'm just gonna make my moves. And come this weekend, I'm not gonna look at my phone. I'm not gonna text you guys. I'm I'm just gonna go in a cave. I'm not even gonna look. I promise you, I'm I'm not gonna text y'all. I don't, no, I don't no, no, no. I'll probably, I'll probably text, I'll probably text you after do the afternoon games and be like, "This is some bullshit." Because knowing, <laughs> no, knowing me, I'm probably, uh, I'm gonna get popped off for a season high, like you know, like because that's just the way it goes. Like this season, I've got popped off for the highest score like three times, bro. Like individually by like, well, two different people, but still, that's way too many times for one person. So. Um, you know, I'm a little worried, but at the same time, I mean, if you look at paper, I really have nothing to lose. Uh, my buy-in for this league is already covered for next year. Um, it's just, you know, it was just that, that, that hope was there for a second. And and now it's, you know, it's just like my betting career, uh, lots of losses and which let's just go down the path and just. You know, let me just say that, you know, for everybody who's invested in fantasy, um, whether it be basketball or football, or, you know, those DraftKings or fan duel bets that y'all do, um, just let's just not focus on it because it's not worth it. Um, the joy is immaculate when your team wins. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing better than that, especially when your opponent puts up a respectable score and you still just destroy them. Ain't no better feeling than that. But, you know, when you lose, like for me, like as a competitor, like I hate losing more than I love winning. Like it's just like I hate losing. Like I love winning, but like I hate losing even more because there's sometimes where I win and I'm not even satisfied. You know what I mean? Like 
like ish, I should have like still started this guy. So I would have gotten this point. So it's never enough when you win. Like even when I bet, like, you know, I should have won $150 instead of $70. Like it's never enough. So, you know, my advice, you know, especially for everybody who's competing this weekend in fantasy is just to uh, de- detach from that. Just strip, strip your, your attachment and your heart and mind from those things. So they'll just be less pain when, when you're let down. Cause I'm already seeing the writing on the wall. There are times earlier this year where, where I do, I dreamt about, you know, having the belt, I'd be in the shower and I'd just be like, I can't wait till that belt's wrapped around me. But I guess while you're showering, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll be just thinking, you know, just like your belt's wrapped around you in the shower. No, fool, just in general. But um, yeah, I'm just not going to be invested. You know, fantasy sucks. It's not my life, but it's all good. Because you know what? Fantasy draft for NBA is coming in two weeks. So it's bounce back season. So let's go. Let's finish strong. But um, good luck to everybody um, in their fantasy matchups if you're playing. And uh, may God be praised. <laughs> I really do hope you win, though, in FFL League. So I, I can know, say yeah. that my last victory for this league was against the champion. I don't know, man. It's looking tough, um, but but we'll see. Uh, but before I do end, I, I do just want to give a shout-out. Um, my None of my players were reliable, but, but Dalvin Cook, I could always count on you. Um, whether you face a tough defense or not, you're out there giving your all, and you're my guy forever. Probably one of my all-time favorite NFL players. I, I love Dalvin Cook probably more than I love the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> and uh, shout out Young Way Koo. Um, I can't believe Daryl dropped you earlier this season. It would have been it would it would have been a wrap for Daryl's team to win the title if he kept Young Way Koo. But it's probably gonna hunt him for the rest of his life. But shout out to Young Way uh, representing us. Um, representing Bonchan, uh, representing Bulgogi. Uh, thank you, Young Waku, because you know you putting a name for us and and you clutch. Although you be taking away points from Calvin Ridley, is all good because it, it's still going to my squad. But other than that, uh, I hate you, Carson Wentz, uh, <laughs> Joe Mixon, you suck, uh, Lockett, you suck. Um, who else? Daryl Henderson. Uh, you should just go to the Bears and and not even you know be a running back anymore. Um, who else were on my fantasy squad? Uh, that was terrible. Um, I think that's pretty much it. So uh, there you go. Let's let's go on and just cover what else we got to cover now. Awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned Young Waku, the goat. Um, you said something about representation. And speaking of representation, as we are all Asians. Um, we're going to segue to a little Marvel. Um, speaking of representation, uh, I believe it just wrapped the Shang-Chi um, superhero movie that will be featuring the, the first all-Asian cast in Marvel. Um, that's a big deal. I know uh, um, one, one of the more famous people I know on the cast is Aquafina, which is cool. But uh, it, it looks like it's shaping up to be a good movie. It'll be coming out in July of 2021. But that's not all that Marvel... Um, drop they basically dropped the whole bomb for like an hour straight of all yeah. the stuff that they're they're planning to do like we we already knew about um wandavision coming to disney plus 
uh, I think he said July 15th. We already like knew that was going to happen. We knew about the Shang-Chi movie. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of speculation about all these other, um, you know, series or movies that are going to come out. I'm just going to run it down um, and then we're going to get everyone's uh, re- reactions to this. But um, we have The Eternals, which I believe is going to be a show. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which will also be a show from what I know. Um, Loki will be having a show. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Not sure if that's a show. I would assume it's a movie because it's Doctor Strange. Um, they have the What If show. They have the Hawkeye show, which will be cool. Um, I know. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's definitely a show. Thor: Love and Thunder. You know what's cool about that? Christian Bale is going to be um, one of. Uh, he's going to be the main villain in that one. That's going to be pretty cool. Black Widow is getting a show. We have the Blade movie, um, Miss Marvel movie. I believe it's a movie. Um, the She Hulk movie, which is going to be cool. Uh, Moon Knight, Captain Marvel 2, Secret Invasion, which I'm really excited for, for anyone who's a fan of the Skrulls. Um, Ironheart, Armor Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy, Holiday Special. So I don't know if if they're holding out on a third move or like a volume three. Probably. The I Am Groot is going to, it's like a short series. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, that'll be a cool one. Fantastic Four, I think finally. Another one, another reboot. I think think finally this is our chance to get an actually good. That's what um, we said last time. I know, I know. We said that last time, but then again, we think about it. Miles Teller as a superhero just didn't seem right. Um, But that's where, um, isn't that where Chris Evans, he was in the first one. He was in the first one, yeah. Yeah. so maybe he'll make a, I bet you knowing them, because Marvel's funny, he's going to make a cameo at some point as, as some different character. Um, maybe he'll be Silver Surfer or something. Um, but uh, Fantastic Four, that's a big one. Black Panther 3, which or sorry, Black Panther 2, which will most likely be towards the end, especially with Chadwick Boseman's passing. I'm sure they have. Yeah, they said that they're not going to they're not going to recast Chadwick. Or you mean they're not going to recast his character. Yeah, and I, I think I think that's that's a, a good move. I think people are still under the impression that it's going to be Zuri. Oh, no, not not Zuri. Shuri? Uh, no, they said they were just going to look. Yeah, they're going to look and explore at other characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I believe they they pushed them back to 2023. So I think it'll be towards the end of phase four. But yeah, so many exciting possibilities. Like I said, Secret Invasion, I'm high on um i think the loki series will be cool um because i believe in that storyline he'll have the tesseract and he'll be able to kind of move through time i think that'll be cool i'm interested to see what they do with wandavision it looks a little weird to me but that's the first thing we're gonna get and then of course shang chi like how could you not be excited about um about the first asian superhero introduced into the mcu uh what about you guys How, how are you guys feeling about because we're we're all pretty big Marvel guys in in some form or fashion. I mean, we we did the the starting five, um, you know, a, a few months ago. Um, how are you guys feeling? And uh, you know, what which of these you know, um, in the lineup are you guys excited for most? Uh, for me, it's going to be uh, the Thor one with Christian Bale because Christian Bale's goaded. Um, being in the MCU automatically makes him, you know, one of the, uh, you know, a like top of the cast members. So um, it's almost uh, 
it, it's not going to be as good as uh, Matt Damon's cameo, but uh, Christian Bale should uh, <laughs> should definitely <laughs> um, you know leave his uh, mark on the Thor franchise, and I'm pumped, you know, for sure. Um, and maybe maybe Guardians will be because I mean the last we saw in in Endgame. Um, Thor, you know, was with the Guardians, so maybe they're not getting a, a standalone, and they're going to be part of that, or something's going to happen. I have no idea. Also, before Daryl and Palgo, um, they didn't mention anything about Spider-Man Three. Um, I know there's a lot of speculation going on about that. Um, I believe it was confirmed that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in it. Um, but uh, they didn't. There weren't even um, Kristen Dunst's in it. I heard that too, and and they're planning. I, I also heard a rumor that they want to bring back Gwen Stacy. I don't know if it's going to be um, oh. Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, but they do want to revive that character. So it'll be interesting to see because Kristen Dunst coming back, and we also have Zendaya as MJ too. So like, very interesting. But they they didn't. That wasn't included in this in the like the little poster of all the movies that were like rolled out. Um, but obviously that's something we can look forward to at some point. It's funny though. Cause there has been memes on, uh, on Twitter about Spider-Man three. Cause you know how like everyone's going back to reprise the role. Mm-hmm. And then today or yesterday it was like breaking Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as Anakin Skywalker in Spider-Man three. <laughs> and then I saw some, I saw some other stuff too. So it's freaking hilarious. That's funny too. Speaking of Hayden Christensen, he's actually going to be Darth Vader in the Obi Wan. Yeah, that, 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 I'm excited for that. Yeah, the, dude, the Disney Obi-Wan just dropped. Yeah, yeah, Disney just dropped a bunch of stuff. Yeah, today. holy crap! Yeah, if 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 you're invested in Disney, you know, like last week, that I mean, their stock is always going to be like right there, but they probably their stock is probably going way well, up. You know, yeah, I'm glad though. I was I was reading about it because. This is around this time was when um was when Disney Plus released uh was when they started. So this is when everyone like you know everyone's subscription is about to end. Mm-hmm. So they, they they want everyone to renew. You know what I mean like like for me mine ends at the end of December. So like now I'm like considering about renewing. You know what I mean. So I mean this is all like I mean I'm sure they 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 planned all this out. You know to drop all these sure. um upcoming uh releases kind of thing you know so i mean man i just remembered seeing uh that like you know all those posters of you know marvel movie releases in like the 2020s and i remember like seeing that back in like 2015 and be like man we gonna have to wait like so long for these movies and now it's like it's here like i can't believe that that it's about to be 2021 like it's 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 really unbelievable so um i am excited for whatever the next phase is for um for the mcu and it's only gonna go up from here like with all due respect i will consume like any cu and disney material for the rest of my life i don't care yeah so no and i I think it's a good thing oh sorry i was gonna say i think it's a good thing um, that they didn't really hit us all at once after Endgame, because I, I was thinking. I mean, they they had the second Spider-Man movie, but that that you know that was just kind of like to wrap things up in storyline. Yeah. Um, I I think it's good that we have had time in between to kind of like 
Because I, I mean, I still watch Endgame like every few months, especially because I have Disney Plus. But like, I mean, I'm still thinking about everything that happened in Phase Three. I'm glad that we've had a lot of time. I mean, pandemic also pushed us back anyway, um, because there were going to be more movies coming out. I think in 2021. Um, but I think they they've mm-hmm. actually um, kind of like what you what you said, Kyle. I was thinking like, man, we have to wait this long. But now I'm actually glad that we've had time lots of time in between to like just sit with it you know um power you gonna say something no i said i was i'm the i'm excited for the the asian cast the shang shang chi more so now because i started um kim's uh, convenience store on netflix okay it's like a, a little sitcom and the main actor shang chi he's he's in that show so okay that, yeah, yeah I, I'm unfamiliar with him, but um, I know that uh, he's actually pretty well known yeah. as an actor. And obviously Loki, because I think he's a fan favorite. Of course. And, um, but but I've, I've been waiting for the next, uh, what's it called? I'm blanking. Wow. Doctor Strange movie. I've been yeah. waiting for that ever since. Yeah. And so I think I'm hoping we get that sooner than later. And he'll be cam. He'll make a cameo in the third Spider-Man. Um, yeah, that, oh, that yeah. was reported also. So he's he's gonna be all over the place. Um, <clears throat> it'll be cool to see Nick Fury back too. He'll be in Miss Marvel, um, and probably Captain Marvel as well. I'm not sure, but yeah. Uh, what about you, Daryl? Um, I probably yeah. If I have to pick, I'm I'm pretty excited about the Loki, um, his own series kind of thing. Just because you high key excited about that, huh? Are you high key excited about yeah. that? <laughs> Loki, Loki excited about Loki, you know. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's uh, like I mean, when when did the first Thor movie come out? Kind of thing, or that was like back what two thousand eleven? Yeah, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. So it's been it's been a while, and like just from there like i mean just the, the buildup of his character like this dude like legit went from heel to face like you know what i mean like now he's like a fan favorite like at first like you hated him kind of thing you know and then um mm-hmm. i mean i guess just to just to echo what Powell said i mean the uh i'm excited for the doctor strange i mean benedict cumberbatch like he's a goat too um black panther too i i i want to see because i'm excited just what they're how they're going to honor um chadwick like how they've got to have some sort of honoring for him you know what i mean and like knowing marvel they're gonna it's gonna it's gonna be phenomenal you know ag sounds phenomenal so um yeah i mean pretty much excited for that and i mean just i mean i know we kind of just talked about it i mean you know star wars is they're dropping everything like they have like 10 shows like i was shook bro Yo, that like it's it's unreal because especially with just the success of the mandalorian like yo that's one show kind of thing and like for them to drop 10 in like this following year it's what's best for business exactly like i mean yo disney's like they're taking over man like holy crap so so katano show that they um that they dropped with Rosario Dawson because she showed up in Mandalorian. Yeah, right, right. So for her to get her own show too, that's gonna be because she's beloved. And I, I'm just starting Clone Wars. She's beloved because oh, of Clone yeah. Wars. So and 
the way that Rosario Dawson was, I'm sure she's going to show up again at some point in the show. Mm-hmm. But the way that she played the character, it was perfect. It was like, it was great. So I'm very. Marvel excited. too. Yeah. R- Rosario Dawson is, uh, she's one of the goats for me too. She was in Luke Cage and yeah. she basically tied together all of the, the Netflix Marvel shows. Um, so I think she's great in all of these uh, yeah. like live action superhero type movies. Yeah, yeah no, I'm all uh, Obi Wan show though. I'm, I'm looking. That wouldn't shock me because I was not expecting that. Yeah, because the, Oki- yeah, the fact that they're gonna have like so, it, I think pretty much the timeline is between the three: Avenger, the Sith, and like the New Hope, right? Like it's in it's in yeah, that time yeah. frame. Yeah, like right after the, Darth Vader, like you know, pretty much the rise of Darth Vader, right? right. Like, oh, so that's crazy because. I was I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but I mean I've seen everything and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's one because uh, the um, what's it called Revenge of the Sith was really the movie that got me into the whole the the whole thing. Yeah. And right, that's right. late. That's late, and that that's because of uh, Hayden and McGregor. Yeah. Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said McGregor because I don't know how to say his first name. Is it Ewan? Ewan. Ewan, I believe. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. I believe. That's his name. Don't quote me. Um, I'm, I'm stoked. No, yeah, and, and I mean, like, I guess just shout out to like Pixar too because they're dropping some like pretty dope Pixar movies. Like, I think they're doing a what is it? Um, oh, Buzz the Buzz Lightyear. Story. Yeah, an origin story for Buzz for Buzz Lightyear. And Chris like, Chris Evans is voicing that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So I guess it's probably like a um a younger Buzz Lightyear because I was gonna say I was like, man, Tim Allen was like. No, no, no. So there's their controversy because people started was like, bro, what? It's um he Chris Evans is playing the human character that Buzz Lightyear was oh. the toy Buzz Lightyear was like gotcha. thought about. So it's like a totally different oh, thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Complex was just putting yeah. out clickbait. I mean ah, dang it. I mean that's still cool. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. A lot to look forward to for like Disney. I mean they're taking over man for real for sure for sure yeah and it's it's crazy too like you 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 mentioned it's only been a year since disney plus has been out and they've already had like hit after hit after hit um i mean man like the the mandalorian and the high school musical show were kind of like the anchors at the very beginning um because those were like the 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 two originals but since then they've high school huh what no? I said in High School Musical, the musical. Yeah, the show. Yeah, the the show. Whatever. Um, but since then, they've. I mean, they already pulled off Mando two before the pandemic. Good for them too. Good timing on them. And now they have all of these originals coming out. And um, you know, they they already kept us, you know, satisfied by having all the Marvel movies, Star Wars movies. Um, all your favorite shows from Disney Channel, um, and now they're like doing their own content, which is something I was most excited for. Is is what you know? What are they going to add to the table? Um, but speaking of, real quick, uh, something um, I, I know Netflix uh, um, also did announce something big. They're doing uh, Ariana Grande's live concert. Anybody excited for that one? We have are y'all Ariana Grande people? I mean, she's cool, but um, are you going to watch? Uh, probably. I mean, I saw, I finally watched the, uh, 
Taylor Swift's folklore on Disney Plus, and I enjoyed it since you know I'm uh, on record to be a diehard Swift fan. So. Uh, speaking of, since you are a diehard, and I wanted to bring this up as well, there's an album. Taylor's album. doing another album to, to sister album of thirteen. Oh well, I mean, hey, bro, I, I well, every time Swift puts out music, like she's one of the rare artists that I I listen to almost all her albums, whether um i only like three or four songs on it or not but yeah i I listen to it so i mean it's just disney plus has so many things to to offer but um now i'm pumped i mean i'm not even a a huge star wars guy but i mean i'm like i'm caught up on the mandalorian i'm waiting for tomorrow for wait are they done or is there another they're still they've got at least three more i think three more episodes this season they they had eight the first time and we're only on 14 okay so i think they'll do yeah. another one. so yeah no i mean yeah I, i'm i you know when i was a kid i basically stopped watching the star wars series but when the mandalorian came back well i'm also just waiting for uh the solo movie to go on disney plus and then i'll watch that because um i thought they were they were gonna have the solo movie soon so um the one with uh donald glover so believe it was Khaleesi, the girl that plays Khaleesi, the actress. She's on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm surprised it's not on there yet. I think but, I saw. Yeah, it no. It's been a while since. The, but but anyways, uh, do we wanna? It's there, my guy. It's there. You got it. Oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna watch it then. There you uh, go. What's it called? Do we wanna go more in debt? With Star Wars, or can I go on my uh, just talk about the AFC main event real quick? Or do y'all want to uh, mention real quick Tyson and Jones' reaction along with the Nate? Ro- Let's do the Nate Robinson. And yeah, we'll, 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 we'll start with that and then go to MMA. So, yeah. as Kyle mentioned, this is about two weeks ago. We had a very interesting um, boxing weekend two weeks ago. Triller, which is like a, a rap app i think right is it are they an app they're they're a well thriller from before they used to oh never mind i'm thinking a thrillist yeah you're thinking a thrillist yeah um but yeah i think i think triller is like an app or whatever like some kind of streaming app service um they they put on the the tyson jones card and i mean they they had some real fights on there i think i believe um the first three fights on the main card leading up to that nate and jake paul fight were like legit guys. Um, but of course we, we had some, just the whole presentation of it, I thought was great. We, uh, I, oh, they had, so Wiz Khalifa performed. I want to say little baby performed. Um, YG. YG. That's yeah. Okay. YG. For, maybe it wasn't little baby. It was YG for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Snoop was added uh, last minute to perform. Um, he, he came down from the commentary booth and the commentary was really <laughs> cool. They had Mara Ronaldo for those who are, um, yeah, WWE fans. He was on NXT uh, up until, um, beginning of the pandemic when he stepped away. Um, and he he he's been doing a lot of MMA and boxing prior to WWE anyway. So that's that's nothing new for him. Um, uh, Izzy Adesanya, who I thought was great on commentary. Um, I think he's. I mean, he's he's awesome. Um, and then Snoop Dogg, who um, when we talk about more so probably about the um, the the Tyson Jones fight. Um, he was probably the most entertaining at that fight, but the whole night he was great. Um, and of course, two big stories come out of that. First of all, 
Mike Tyson still got it when it comes to, you know, he, he's still in great shape. Um, dude, dude, he's still got it. I think I, I'd be cool with him fighting more legends. I know people want him to fight Evander Holyfield next, which would be hilarious. Um, but Roy Jones, you know, had, ha, um, it's only been like three years, I believe, since his last fight. So, I mean, I think people were expecting, okay, he, he's, he's much more um, fresh when it comes to, you know, having fought competitively last. Um, obviously the size difference, a big deal. Mike Tyson's, you know, very good, you know, one of the most technical and like powerful fighters of all time. Um, but people were saying, you know, like Roy Jones is still going to be able to hold up. Uh, I mean, he definitely, he definitely got outclassed for sure. I'm, I think maybe he, he took this lightly. You can tell, you can tell Mike really, you know, wanted to make an impression, um, whether it was like in his training, um, and leading up to the fight up and then, and then now, um, but then another big story, which you, some would say is bigger or just as big Nate Robinson stepped into the ring. Um, so what I, what I found out later is that, um, he had not sparred at all during training. So he had never boxed a human being <laughs> up until he got into the ring with Jake Paul, who, if, um, for, for what it's worth, Jake Paul has taken boxing seriously. He's now two and zero. he had fought a YouTuber before that, but he had been training for about two years. He trained under uh, sugar Ray. And then his trainer now, I don't know who his trainer now is, but he's also like, um, a very good trainer from what I hear. Jake Paul has been going strong for about two years, learning how to actually box. Nate Robinson just started boxing in June. And he hadn't sparred up until that part. So one thing I will say before we, we take it to you guys, because he got knocked out in one of the worst ways you'll ever see. Um, and that's, you know, going to be, that's going to live on forever uh, on the internet. But I put a lot of blame on his team because how do you not get this guy to, to spar? Like how, 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 how can you not find anybody? You the can confidence, find bro. The Come confidence. on now, like I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Pandemic, it's it's hard and whatever. But like, there's got to be some local amateurs that you know, somebody, somebody that he can get in the ring with, to because this man had literally never boxed in front of some like against somebody else across the ring. That's that's you know like uncalled for. And he was, and channeling, I, I, he was channeling his inner AI. He was like, practice. I know, I know. Basically, about that's, practice. That's what he was thinking right. Um, and and I I did keep up with some of his training footage. They didn't really show much when he posted. This man looked slow, like his hand speed looked slow, didn't look like he had much power. Whereas when Jake Paul would, you know, post stuff, like this dude was ready to go. He was ready to kill somebody. And dude just didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Like, again, had never sparred. So it's like, that's a big part of, I mean, I'm, I'm not a boxing expert, but I know that sparring is a huge part of, of your preparation, your training, and to not have done sparred with a single person i think that's unacceptable and i i would blame that on his team because nate don't know you know and he hired these dudes right i assume unless they're just like his friends but nate don't know these dudes are supposed to know but what about you guys how, how what, what's, what's your reaction to both of those fights uh well first of all you know we we, we only tuned in well for the most part i only tuned in for the two main events, uh, the Nate, the Nate Robinson and Jake Paul fight, and then the Tyson Jones fight. And I only watch Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight because 
like in i mean i haven't seen any of the youtube boxers so i mean i guess this was the chance to see him uh one of them and really i was watching so i could see jake paul get knocked out by nate and not the other way around um and i i was saying you know with nate is just that i don't know i guess he was chasing for clout um because for me if i was in a spot uh you you wouldn't be able to offer me enough money to risk my reputation my reputation like the way he like you know it didn't work out for him because um, with Nate fighting Jake Paul, there was nothing to gain. I've been telling everybody this. It was nothing to gain and absolutely everything to lose. And and that's exactly what happened. And and I was telling some of my friends, um, you know, one of my friends who was a boxer, um, and, you know, he didn't like it because, you know, obviously these people are tainting the sport. But at the same time, I was saying that um, I think Nate Robinson came into the fight thinking – um, that the worst possible thing couldn't have happened. And I think the absolute worst possible thing happened. If not, like, I don't think, like, I don't know how, like, it could have gotten worse. Maybe he, he gets knocked out in the first round, but I feel like he should have just done that anyway, rather than, you know, going on to the next round and getting knocked out like that. And the fact that prior to the fight, everything Jake Paul said he would do, he literally did like he was telling like all these interviewers he's going to bounce Nate's head on the floor. Um, he was telling Nate's kids not to watch it because he going to knock them out. And man, he should, I mean, they should have listened to him and I'm not going to lie. I do not like Jake Paul one bit. You know, I'm not a fan at all. I would, you know, if there was somebody that I would like, um, you know, that I would dislike more than Carson Wentz, It'd probably be Jake Paul, um, you know, you know, <laughs> f that guy. But it was just devastating for Nate, uh, for the NBA family, and you know, for his family too. Because now I'm saying, like, I don't think Nate's kids could ever see look at him the same anymore, and it's just sad to me. That's sad because I don't think that you know Nate should be measured you know, based on that. But just like Tony Ferguson said, who's fighting this week at USC 256, you're only as good as your last loss. And so, I mean, I don't know how Nate's going to bounce back from this because he ain't bouncing back as a basketball player. That's for sure. Cause <laughs> it was already have, I mean, maybe, I mean, if he wins the big three big. title, cause you know, he is, he's, he is a decent big three, you know, Hooper, and the big three is still competitive. I, I'm a, I should be a big three and analyst because I watch all their games. But uh, I mean, I guess Nate still has that. But other than that, um, I was saying he could win, you know, 25 more slam dunk contests and it wouldn't equal. I mean, dude, he could win real NBA titles and I don't even think it would change anything. Like, it's just, it's a wrap. <laughs> I, like, I don't think there's anything coming back from this. And so just that's just me as far as the Nate Robinson goes, uh, Jake Paul fight went. But the Tyson and Jones fight, it was as, as expected. Um, even prior, uh, Roy Jones, I already knew that he wasn't really like, like he was down to fight. But even prior, he was like, I'm already making a mistake going in there with Mike. And, and you could kind of tell like <laughs> yeah. based on how he fought too. Like, I mean, he fought smart, but unlike Mike, you can tell Mike – 
like was trying to bang like he was trying to like go in there for real and roy i mean he you know did his little jab and run and ain't nothing wrong with that it, it roy jones just you know followed mayweather's style ain't nothing wrong with that and so uh you know but it was it was nice just to see no one in the main event get hurt severely because you know those two legends don't deserve any more pain but uh i guess overall um it was both bad and good good for boxing uh more good than bad i would say or more bad than good i would say cuz you know it wasn't really marketing the real stars of today's sport you know yeah. but um cuz i'm pretty sure like you know the Nate Robinson Jake Paul fight probably definitely generated more buzz more everything than Errol Spence fight who just fought this past weekend and Errol Spence is the unified welterweight champion and no one no one even you know bats an eye and so uh it is what it is uh boxing has lots of things they need to figure out but um I guess for pop culture uh it was an undefeated night because um that's the sad thing about it but um it is what it is uh hope Nate like because as a fan of Nate because, you know, Nate was a hero of mine growing up as a kid because, you know, there weren't a lot of under 5'10 hoopers. And he was he was a representation of that. And, you know, he risked it all for for boxing this dude that if he would have beaten that Jake Paul, no one would have given him credit anyways. And so uh, just terrible, Nate. But uh, he was I- also the one that called out Jake Paul for that fight, too. So. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it can't like you couldn't write a worse script. So I guess every time I think about me losing my bets in devastating fashion or me losing the, the fantasy playoffs, I guess I could always just look on the bright side that I ain't get knocked out the way Nate Robinson did because um, there's just... But for him to even come back stronger from that, you know, speaks more about his character than mine. So shout out to Nate Robinson. You're still a legend and hero. Don't let nobody else tell you, even though the whole world doesn't think that but yeah. uh pow daryl um i'll go first uh, the i only got to watch glimpses of the fight but i did see nate i did see the nate robinson knockout live and um you know with these exhibition matches i don't know i i mean i still want to see somebody get knocked out did not expect it to be nate robinson though really wanted to see jake paul get knocked out Cause you know, I, I mean, like just like the rest of the world, I don't really think a lot of people like that guy. Of course. And yeah. um, but it was tough, bro. Like, cause Kyle or so, like talking about that interview, I literally saw that interview like the day before, and I was like, bro, he's going, Jake Paul gonna get knocked out. And then I was like, what's going on, dude? Cause I had I had not followed like Nate Robinson's like training for this. I was shook. And I was like, why does this dude look like a scrub? <laughs> um, and uh, Sorry, just there, what killed me, bro, that's just besides the knockout were the responses on Twitter, not from like randoms, but like the NBA family like stuff. He got a good one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but other than that, man, I hope I hope he's all right. Like, I don't know how he. Uh, I saw I was like the the boys group chats different from Twitter, something like that, because they said he was doing well high spirits in the group chat, but it's different from Twitter. Um, but for the the Tyson, 
and the the Roy Jones fight. I mean, it's cool. Like one thing for me, I'm not like the big. I don't like consume combat sports, like like someone like Kyle Des or even like Joseph or even y'all. We I probably consume that the least here, but I still I'm still a fan. Like I know, I guess I know the big fights, but and so I'm looking to watch like actual fighters. Not that like you know. <laughs> Not that Mike and Roy are not fighters, but it's just an exhibition match. Like, I'd rather see, like, something really competitive and someone, like, get knocked out. But it's cool to see them both. And so I thought it was just um, just weird seeing Mike out there. Like, like who would have thought that we would have been able to watch him box like that? Yeah. At least they did. At least he didn't embarrass him. That's what I was worried about. Like, like these two greats going out there. Um, obviously, they're just, like, not not the best you know not in their prime and so the last thing you want them to do is like embarrass himself did y'all see what he said in the the post fight press conference yeah like he, he, they, they're so worried about like road joints or something yeah. no he no not that but he he said that he he got lit right before the fight he oh, said he did? That, yeah he said, he said i'm always gonna be <laughs> and so he up. he was high right <laughs> like during the fight <laughs> oh kyle's mm-hmm. gone Bye, All right, well, that, that concludes the pod. Now, um, but uh, yeah, Daryl, what about you? No, I mean, just just what everybody like to echo what everybody else is saying. Like, come on, Nate, like, you know, stick to basketball, bro. Please, like, stick to the, your your slam dunk competition. Please, like, I mean, honestly, for me, like, like Kyle was saying, like, Nate being, like, his size and, like, playing, like, hooping, like, the way he was in the NBA, this man, like, stuffed Yao Ming, like, of all people, 5'9 to, like, 7'5, this man stuffed Yao Ming, like, that's how I remember Nate, but, man, he just, like, now he's a meme, like, that's the thing, he's, like, he'll forever be a meme now, like, you know, with this generation, like, nobody will even remember, like, how, like, the fact that he dunked over, Dwight Howard during one of the slam dunk competitions, you know what I mean? So it's like, come on, bro. Like, um, and I guess with, uh, with Tyson, the Tyson and Jones fight, man, Tyson looked good. Like, like he, like you guys were saying, like he was, he, he was, he was trying to, he was trying to hurt Roy Jones. It seemed like he was all those body blows, all those hooks and Roy, Roy Jones wasn't having it, man. He was like, nah, man, nah, fam. Like I, I got kids over, over here, bro. Like trying to make my money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just trying to like, you know, cash his check. Cool. But honestly, I believe like to me, the, the real winner of that, of that fight was, was Snoop. Snoop, like, yo, he was, he's entertaining as hell. Like, they're even um, they're, uh, all these uh, all these NBA players are trying to advocate for him to uh, to call an NBA game or something like that, you know, and maybe a finals game. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be fun to watch, you know, for him to um, analyze and um, broadcast uh, NBA games. So, I mean, it was entertaining. I mean, Tyson, like he's like he's a legend. Like he's a household name. Um, like you know, he's always been. Like he's probably one of the like, one of the top like heavyweight fighters of all time. Um, so, like I'm glad he's uh, I'm glad he's doing well. He looks he definitely looks much better compared to how he looked in um in the Hangover. So he lost like <laughs> three hundred pounds almost. So glad he's uh he's he's in shape. So yeah, yeah, much. yeah. And I mean I mean none of us got to watch 
him fight in his prime. So it, it definitely is a privilege to be able to see him, you know, not at the highest level, but at a pretty respectable level. And yeah, every time he, he hit Roy Jones, you know, with, with, with a body shot, I felt that bro. Cause like props to Roy Jones for being able to like yeah. breathe. Cause some, like some of those hooks, to, to the body looked yeah, devastating. You know? Like they had some pop on 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 those those shots, um, but yeah, you know it, it it was it the whole event. You know it is what it is, um, and I know all the all those all those athletes were like, "All right, I'll fight Jake Paul." It's like, bro, if there's one thing you learned from Nate is that like, you could be the greatest athlete, but when you step into that ring, it's it's different, bro. Like it's boxing is is something totally different you have to have experience you have to spar somebody before you even fight somebody but it's and it's also like, during during the whole training of nate like training for boxing this dude was hooping like five on five i know, like, I know yeah he wasn't even like focused on boxing 100 percent. dude was out here shooting hoops too. <laughs> yeah so it's it's like it's like i mean i i also dislike jake paul as much as the next person um there aren't many people I dislike as much as him, but I mean, you got to give props because he, he'll, he'll beat the average celebrity, you know, that's never boxed before because he's, 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 he has legit experience. He's not even like, he's probably barely amateur level compared to real, like other guys who have, you know, fought and trained their whole life. But when it comes to like your Nate Robinsons or whoever, I, I saw, I think somebody said something about Wilson Chandler, somebody along those lines stepping in the ring with him. It's like, it would be the same thing. Like people don't really, it would be the same thing. Like, cause act, having actual experience training and boxing and the fact that Jake Paul now that has, he now has technically two fights, even though it was against two scrubs, it's still like um, uh, something Max Kellerman said is like his advantage is that he has the muscle memory of being in a real fight like that. And so, I mean, that's something that you can't, you can't even necessarily um, recreate in sparring unless you're going up against some really good guys that you're sparring with, but um, he's going to have that advantage. So it's, it's whatever. So there's, there's a lot of people fighting and obviously uh, I know some, but I also don't know a lot of them, but I watch every UFC event every weekend because I am a um, habitual gambler so it's just uh that's for a different story but as far as the main event for 256 there's gonna be some big names uh the biggest name or there's there's a lot so um like kevin holland and um jacare souza um that's gonna be a good one that's a that's a middleweight fight uh kevin holland is on a streak this year he's won four wins uh he's had four wins this year alone and so he'll be up if he beats the legend um he'll be considered uh no he'll probably be ranked probably in the top 15 or top 10 because kevin holland isn't really ranked right now okay um he was supposed yeah, Kevin Holland was supposed to fight Jack Hermanson this past weekend, but uh, Jack fought uh, Marvin Vittori instead, and Jack lost, and Vittori um, took his rank spot. But uh, yeah, Kevin Holland and Jakari Souza this weekend for the main main for the main card. Uh, that's I'm excited for that. Uh, JDS 
is fighting Gain, this guy from France. And uh, JDS, he, Junior Dos Santos, he a legend, but he's been losing his last few fights. So he's probably going to lose this Ooh. one. Then then he'll probably get cut by the UFC because they've been making lots of cuts. Uh, mm-hmm. And then for the co-main event, uh, I'm pretty excited for this. It's probably going to be the people's main event just because Tony Ferguson mm-hmm. is, is such a household name in the yeah. UFC community. He has <laughs> a lot of fans. Uh, but Charles Oliveira, he... He's a real deal too. And I actually um, saw his last fight live because it was when quarantine uh, first started happening. And it's when UFC uh, first came back. Oliveira fought uh, Kevin Lee and he, and he, Charles Oliveira is a submission God. Like he gets submissions like nobody. So he's on a seven fight win streak and they've all been finishes. So it's, it's going to be a banger. It's only three rounds, but I'll be excited. I took the over for it. So I'm hoping uh, it goes down the distance. And then the main event, Davison Figueredo and Brandon Moreno for the flyweight title. Uh, it's going to be nuts. Uh, Figueredo is a killer. I think he's going to run the division for the longest time, just like Mighty Mouse did, um, just because he's so massive. He He's a flyweight, but he should be fighting in featherweight because you just see the massive size difference when he fights the flyweights on fight day because... He's like he looks like his normal size on fight day because it's not the the weigh-ins anymore. But Moreno is Mexican, and I've always said that if somebody were to knock off Figueredo, it's gonna have to be a non-American. Because with all due respect, um, as an American, I could say this now, but they it's just you know we we not built as strong as like immigrants like anymore. Like like I can attest to that because. I was built different when I lived in the Philippines and you America turned, turned me soft, bro. I am like, if I continued to live in the Philippines, then I would have probably ended up playing tackle football. Cause I would have been tough, but like America just changed me. It softened me up. So same with UFC. That's why all the champions except for Stipe are, are non-Americans. It's just, it's just the way it goes. I'm sorry. And so, um, I, so with Figueredo, who's a Brazilian killer um, i think if he were to fall down um it's gonna be at the hands of a non-american and and we got brando moreno who's a mexican fighter who's a warrior you know everybody knows like mexican fighters have hearts so i have high hopes for moreno uh, against figueredo in the title fight but i'd be shocked if it lasts more than one round just because figueredo is a monster like no matter how good the the contender of the flyweight is he's just too big and powerful for the next guy and i I hope that uh if he does win he fights like somebody like peter yawn for the bantamweight title or something because he's just gonna run the division but but um other than that a prediction i think um tony ferguson probably will probably win via decision against Oliveira if neither of them gets submitted before it's all over because each of them could literally submit each other. And then for the main event, uh, Figueredo is going to knock up Moreno in the first round of or do another guillotine because like Figueredo just locks on them flyweights next and it's a wrap. Like they ain't getting past it. So um, yeah, that's real quick for, for the MMA. It's going to be the last uh, UFC event probably for the year. And uh, yeah, I think so. And it'll be a banger. So I'm pumped. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, 
with me getting into UFC, I think like the whole world is. But in reality, I'm just like I'm basically just like an NHL fan, except I'm into MMA, except hockey, because that's how big MMA is. It's really not that big. Like no one cares. Like so um, I guess I'll be alone on this one. But every UFC fight night, I'm there. I'm glued to the TV for multiple reasons, but mo- more so because <laughs> I'm a fan of the sport. And so um, and I don't know, like I've been inspired. Like next time I see y'all, I, I want to practice. I want to put one of y'all in a triangle choke just because like I've been watching so this many guy videos. asked think, me to do that. And I was I, like, I think, I think I could just catch somebody. Give me your arm and your neck. I'm a jujitsu God. Now this guy asked me to do that. And I was like, nah. no, bro, <laughs> I don't want to pass yeah, out. But, but, um, um but yeah, I, I, I will say, Kyle, I will say it'll be interesting um, for the Ferguson one, just because last time we saw Ferguson, he was getting, you know, worse. Yeah, like, no, it, it'll, everybody, he, yeah, everybody is counting out uh, El Kukui, but um, he, he's determined. Yeah. And just like what, you know, he was saying, obviously people are only going to remember him for, you know, the Gaethje fight, but people uh, don't that he had a 13 uh, a 13 yeah, and 12 say. fight win streak in the yeah. division prior to that loss. And so back on the winning track by uh, beating Oliveira, who's on a seventh fight win streak as well. So, and, and that title is technically vacated in their divisions. So it's, you know, it's like, yeah. I think obviously, I think Gaethje makes sense for him to be one of the guys fighting in that. And, for the yeah, and then uh, whoever wins Connor and Dustin and Dustin. Yeah. Which is coming up soon too. So um, that, they, uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on in, in their division in January. Yeah, there's a lot of fights around there. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it's, it's gonna be it, a bang, just like up. Disney Plus. Uh, the fight, the fight game in 2021 is gonna be a banger. And, um, yeah. before, real quick, before I sign off on the UFC thing, just uh, shout outs to uh, our guy Errol Spence Jr., uh, Dallas native, um, yep. you know, unified welterweight champion of the world. Come on, let's make the super fight next against Bud Crawford because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's what the sports need. But other than that, that's all I have for, for the rest of my thoughts. Uh, we'll, we'll mention Larissa Pippen on the next pod because we'll, we'll, she probably going to hang out with another NBA player from this time to the ne- to our next pod. So, um, yeah. Um, all right. So last words for you guys. You guys have anything? I'll, I'll, I'll start it off. I will say my last words for this episode um fitting i i decided to wear a rocket shirt um signifying i don't know not signifying anything but just you know as a symbol of um my fandom and that i will remain strong as a uh, houston rockets fan i'll remain loyal regardless of how bad james harden is treating the situation first he wants to go to the nets then the sixers and then the, the bucks and then the heat um, and this whole time he's, you know, partying with little baby in the strip club, most likely has COVID. Apparently he has to, um, uh, test negative for like legitimately like 16 days straight before he can even practice. Um, so the season will start, I think by the time he's ready to go, but regardless, um, Houston fans stay, stay in there. We got, we got John Wall who, who can finally wear red in public. We got we got Boogie on his comeback. We got Christian Wood. Um, Gerald Green is back. That's the real headline for me. Gerald Green, Houston native, um, you, you know, born born and bred. Also, Daniel House, but he's been with the team. But Gerald Green was released last year, and now he's back. 
Um, it, it, I think our team's going to be fun. But this whole James Harden nonsense, it's like, bro, like you, first of all, don't don't be risking people's lives by not wearing a mask to little babies party and then going to strip clubs and stuff like that. Don't be doing that. Second of all, like, I don't know. Like, I understand you want to win. If you want to, like, I, I want James Harden to win. But at the same time, like, could have handled this a little bit better. But who am I to say? I mean, Anthony Davis did, like, this to a, to a lesser degree. He forced his way out. I'm sure once Anthony Davis was able to do it, Jimmy Butler did it back then. James Harden was thinking, oh, I can probably do it too. Um, Russell Westbrook was able to leave, but uh, it's a little bit harder for James Harden. But regardless, I hope this saga gets wrapped up. And, uh, you know, probably by like July, we're going to see James Harden leading the Rockets to a title anyway. So um, uh, thoughts and prayers to all of your, to all, all of the Houston Rockets fans out there. Um, we're going to get through this. Somebody tweeted out, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, they, they're thinking like, oh man, I think I spend more time thinking uh, if James Harden is happy more than I'm thinking about my own happiness. It's true, bro. It's, it's been, it's been a hard two to three weeks since he first demanded that trade, but we're going to get through it. We're going to heal together and uh, hopefully, you know, my, my guy comes home or he's already here, but he's already in Houston, but you know, hopefully he, he, he gets it. And also I feel bad for Steven Silas. He doesn't deserve this. Um, Steven, Steven Silas deserves to be a head coach, but he doesn't deserve to have to deal with all this nonsense. But those are my final words. That was a bit lengthy. Um, who would like to go next? I'll go, I guess just to, um, to continue off of that. I mean, uh, I guess uh, NBA is back pretty much. New season's about to start tomorrow. I think the preseason starts tomorrow. So, yeah. I mean, it seems like the NBA, se- the NBA season just ended like, what, what was it, like two months ago? Maybe not even two months ago. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's crazy, but NBA is coming back. Um, Bulls, Bulls going all the way. We're going we're gonna to shock the world. <laughs> like Nate Robinson. I really <laughs> um, – Scotty, we're signing Scotty. He seems like he has a lot of free time right now, so uh, <laughs> bringing Scotty back to uh, with the veteran, the veteran leadership that we need, you know. So um, no, but for real, uh, Bull, um, the NBA, the NBA being back, and um, Kyle mentioned it uh, earlier, but with football season um, towards um, the end, uh, NBA fantasy, you know, it's right around the corner. We got, I think, we got our draft probably. It's not yet scheduled, but we got our NBA fantasy draft probably coming up in the next week or so. So, looking forward to that. So, yeah. All right, and uh, be, be on the look of Patrick Williams. Um, the, 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 next, the next Kawhi. <laughs> hey, that's hey, people are saying it. So. Patrick Williams, y'all, let's go. All right. Well, you know, just gonna keep us on the same same levels here, but. I'm excited for the basketball season to come back. And it, it doesn't seem so long ago that my team won the NBA championship. And it looks like we're in a good good uh, place to to repeat, hopefully. But I'm also excited just to watch the rest of the league, like the other teams. Um, one, obviously, my hometown, the Mavs. I'm excited to see Luka play, but also see the other teams play. I'm seeing – I'm excited to watch the, the Suns. Um, do what they do this year, especially with the addition of Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, but also the Warriors come in. I'm not a lot of you guys are Warriors fans here, but or Steph fan really just. But I'm I'm excited to see them play, especially with uh, their new team. Um, but on that, y'all stay safe out there. Don't be dumb.
Um, good luck to everyone and and their their fantasy playoffs, their fantasy matchups. Don't lose any sleep over it. Well, you still probably will. Don't lose any money over it. Too late. Ah, too late. Yeah. So. All right, take All us right. home, Kyle. Kyle's looking at the waiver oh, wire. Oh, me? Now. No, man. I was just, you know, just trying to get over. Uh, he's, he's looking at his uh, my bookie right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at spreads. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gosh, one or the other. Yeah, I mean. He's on Larsa Pippen's I'm Instagram. I'm so hurt. I, I'm honestly before. <laughs> Before, <laughs> no, I mean, I always just got to think about perspective, but I'm still reeling um, for my, uh, you know, if, uh, if I lose all my pot, which will happen soon, I'm going to go on another detox um, up until the NBA season <laughs> returns because, <laughs> uh, you know, your boy got to place bets on them NFL playoffs. But, uh, man, just shout out to the Chargers and Herbert, man. Uh, I always tell myself that, you know, when it comes to gambling, when when my original bets aren't aren't falling, that I need to stop, like just move away. But every single time, I don't know why I haven't learned my lesson because I keep telling myself to just stay away. I try to make up by placing more bets on the team that's losing me money, like because like it was just bad so like i i so so the chargers game like we'll end with this the chargers was a pick em with the patriots they were at home and i i picked the chargers like they don't they just have to win and uh so they lose they're losing by two touchdowns in the beginning of the fourth so i took them again you know plus eight and a half i'm like no way the chargers like lose by more than eight because they'll you know if you watch the chargers this year they usually come back and lose by devastating fashion that's usually how the chargers games go like they'll they'll lose in the first half and then They'll, they'll come back in the second half and lose by like five or three or, or two on the last play of the game. So I thought it would be like that. But then New England keeps scoring. So I placed another bet on the Chargers. I was like, there's no way the Chargers are going to lose by more than 24. There's just no way. Like, are you kidding me? And then uh, guess what? They, they lose by 45. So none of my bets, like it killed me. And so another, so the Chargers caused me money. And so now I'm looking at the last, you know, Sunday game for the night. And it's the Chiefs against the Broncos. And the last time the Chiefs played the Broncos, they they whooped them by like 40 and then you know there was the stat saying the last two broncos and chiefs game uh the broncos have been outscored 96 to 40 some some stat like that and so the chiefs heavy favorite minus 13 and a half the whole world bets on the chiefs like i just know and the Chiefs win by five against the sorry broncos like and and i i lose heavy money on that too so all my uh, all my hard earned money from winning incredible parlays just gone with just three bets from two unreliable teams and so uh, just don't go into gambling people uh, if you're gonna get a vice or a habit like start start running so at least if you're addicted to running um, it's for the better like you lose weight you're more healthy. Um, but yes, um, I'm just going to end on a sad note and hopefully next time we pod, uh, I'm a champion in, in any form, but 
but that's it. I'm, I have nothing. Good luck to everybody. Uh, God bless the rest of the NFL season. God bless the rest of the UFC season. Uh, hoping for a great NBA season. And uh, for everybody, all our listeners, uh, dude, just I know I say that you should do something better with your life. And I still stick by that. Do something better with your life. But at the same time, help us get 100 subs. Like, get us 100 subs so I could, you know, put on my bio that I am a paid podcaster. Because, you know, you're a paid podcaster. It just matters. And so, guys, 100 subs, please. You know, continue to stream us on all platforms and just get our content numbers up. That's all. we, We don't care about you listening. We don't care about entertaining you. We just care about the clicks, the numbers, and likes. So you give us that, everyone will be happy because, you know, we, I would say we don't do this for free, but sadly, we do this for free. So <laughs> just, just help us, you know, earn a little something, even if it's just 25 cents. At least we'll cover these large guys' extra cane sauce. So, um, you know, anything helps and uh you know if y'all want to start a GoFundMe for the large guys podcast i'm not saying we need it but i'm also uh not saying that i'm gonna deny the help because you know if there's a GoFundMe for us in our name i will gladly take those hard-earned donations and place them on my bookie account so i could make more gambling <laughs> bets, so. no no We'll, we'll make sure right, the money so goes that's to it. Him. That's it for me. But we'll yes, sure just, money, yeah. just as Kyle said, you know, especially for, for our, uh, if you guys made it to the end and you guys listen to us on like Spotify or Apple, it, it only takes like a few seconds to also go to our YouTube page. Just hit the like button. You don't have to watch the video. You just listen to it, right? You just listen to it on Spotify. But if you, you go give us a like that helps us out on the YouTube videos, yada, yada, yada. You already know it. Um, thank you guys for supporting us. We'll be back hopefully for a, a Christmas episode. We'll definitely be back for before Christmas. Do a little Christmas episode. Have a little fun. We have a lot of ideas, fun things planned for hopefully next year. Maybe some merch. I don't know if you want some large guys beanies for all my bald guys or, you know, just beanie fanatics like Jeremy. Basic. basic uh, we got large guys shirts, stickers, uh, lunch boxes. Um, large guys, AirPods, maybe, you know, the large, the large pods max. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe we'll have a, a large guys movie or a large guys, uh, short series on Disney plus. I don't know. We have yeah. a lot in store for you guys. Thank you for sticking with us, especially real quick shout out to those who um, posted about us being on their, uh, top five most listened to podcasts for, um, their Spotify wrapped Big shout out to all of you guys. Um, we'll name I'll, drop I'll, you later. We'll name drop you. Yeah, later. I'll, I'll I'll definitely um shout you guys out on the next pod. Sorry, you have to wait for that. But I'll definitely uh get get your names um and shout them out. We already shouted you out on Instagram anyway. But we'll shout you out on the next pod. Thank you guys for your support. Peace out. God bless. We'll see you next time.